Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country part, living our best lives, and burning it down from both ends. We decided to take the first part of our... Co- we decided to take the first year of our podcast, apparently, and talk about the COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and how it's the never-ending story. Mm. Uh, but what much worse than the actual movie. <laughs> I mean, the third one's real bad. I, well, let's just say we've been in the swamp of sadness for a while now. it's true so have you been uh busy but good mostly just getting shit done i mean that's all we can do nowadays is it not it is it is (laughs) what about you about the same like yesterday was like one of those weird days where you like you think you're got tons of time and then you turn around you're like oh it's six o'clock already i have zero time I hear you. Yeah, that that's definitely feels like that lately. It's it's again that moment where like this time last year kind of felt this way where time was like speeding past us. Yeah. And then everything came to a screeching halt in mid March. Yep. And then we were like, it's been March for five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a great meme going around. It's from uh, Black Swan. You know the scene where she see her, you see her in the mirror and behind her. And mm-hmm. it's like me in March now, and then the mirror, it's March was still last year. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so let's dive into it. How's the greater Virginia area doing these days? Uh, so we have uh, 576,050 cases, which is up about 10,780 from last week. We're at 24,115 hospitalizations, which is about 585 more than last week. And we are at 8,552 deaths, which is 1,066 more deaths than last week. I had to double check that because I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently it's because death certificates are finally being registered from the holiday season. Okay. So that's why the last couple of weeks have had quite high death rates, but I, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're still there. It's just they're a little delayed in hitting the charts. Um, similarly, we also have quite the jump in multisystem inflammatory syndrome in children. We have 31 cases in the state um, total. So I, again, I'm thinking that that's from the holiday bump. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, 14.8% of the state vaccinated with at least one dose, uh, and that's up from 11.7% last week. And our positivity rate is 7.2. So, meh. That's not great, but not Better bad either. Better than it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will me- mention in national news, the U.S. Congress is still battling to get the covid relief bill through yep. uh, the senate par- parliamentarian issued the opinion that the 15 dollars minimum wage needs to be removed if the covid relief bill uh from the covid relief bill that is going to issue the 1400 dollars direct payments 
because it'll be passed as a budget reconciliation and they're saying that the $15 minimum wage shouldn't be in a budget reconciliation. However, the House just passed the bill as it is, which includes the minimum wage. Every Republican in the House voted against it Mm -hmm. and two Democrats voted against it. Um, So that's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now uh, we'll see what happens in the Senate. Now the bill will go to the Senate. Um, The most moderate Democrat, quote unquote, is uh, Joe Manchin. And he has all of the attention on him, which is frankly the way he likes it, because they will need every Senate Democrat to pass the bill so that Vice President Harris can break the tie. Democrats won't give up the minimum wage either way, even if it has to be removed from this bill. They they seem to still be willing to fight for it. Um, but all in all, it's just a bunch of bureaucratic nonsense that's yep. holding this thing up and... Who knows when we will get some more relief. Never. There's no relief, ever. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Life is unending pain with no relief. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Thanks for that. (laughs) Uh, What's going on in Colorado? Uh, So we're uh, doing a bit better. Um, We're at 428,303 uh, cases, which is up 7,000 week to week, which is um, our best numbers since the pre- uh, the former president caught COVID. So mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. We're at uh, 23,476 hospitalizations, which is about 900 or sorry 293 uh, week to week, which is again super low. And 5,874 deaths, which is up 151 week to week, which is roughly what we've been the last few weeks. Mm. Um, So looking better, um, our positivity rate is down. We're at 3.27. And we have given out 477,555 doses of the vaccine. That's both. That's awesome. That's a combined... Or those are the amount of people who have gotten both uh, doses of the vaccine. Oh, wow. So That's cool. Doing good. Um, Denver has been toying with the idea of lowering our restrictions yet again down to blue. Mm. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Um, knock on wood, it seems like we're doing a little bit better, but... That kind of how we felt last summer, and then it just spiked <laughs> right back up again. So, mm-hmm. but we do have the vaccine now, so maybe it can be a thing. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, we can vaccinate as many people as possible before the weather starts getting nicer. Mm-hmm. And then people can actually go do what they were going to do anyway. Yep. Um, and just not infect people at the same time. So that'd be neat. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, yeah, not a whole lot of extra news. It's been a decently quiet week outside of, yeah, the government, uh, you know, refusing to give us any money at any point. Um, so yeah. So, uh, what's new in Luna's world? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, fair warning, you may hear cat noises. She's in a mood. So, <laughs> <laughs> as you know, you can do nothing about when your cat gets in a mood. Nope. So she is uh, smushing her face into a lot of things, knocking a lot of things over like that. (laughs) So anyway, 
otherwise, I mean, I'm fine. Uh, I've just been busy. I uh, was able to debut a new act yeah. last night, um, which went fine, I think. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Yay. I. It's so difficult in the virtual world to know what the hell is going on. Uh, so yeah. I was just like, I don't know. But, um, so that was cool. I'm happy that that's gone and out of the way and I can move on to the next stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Just working. Yeah. Like choreography, choreographing for my students. Lots of choreography. (laughs) Too many songs bounce around in my head. Um, but it's what I like to do. So not mad about it. Are any of them Friday by Rebecca Black? Absolutely not. (laughs) Definitely not. I don't know what to tell you, Matt. Most of the time when you ask me a question about what song it is, for some reason, the answer is almost always no. I wonder why. (laughs) I mean, for your your performance, you picked a great song. That's a great STP song. Oh, yeah. Interstate Uh, Love Song. I was like, I heard it and I was like, oh, I have to do this. But I mean, I would have liked you to see Ma- do Mambo Number no. Five. Ugh, that's '90s, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think it's right on the cusp. I think it's like '98, '99. Okay, I was thinking about doing Dragula too, and but that's also on the cusp. Yeah, it doesn't really ring '90s to me. So I was like, I don't know. It's not enough of a like '90s nostalgia song. Depends on depends on which '90s you're going for. Because I feel like there's two very distinct '90s. Not to go off on a side tangent, but there was the early '90s, which was very grunge, very dark, very depressed. Uh, and then once everyone died, <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Every everything brightened up, and that's where you get your Hansons and your boy bands and your TRL. 90s yeah i mean i i think that like i would agree with that but that also means that there are like five other 90s as well because you have the (laughs) 90s hip-hop the 90s rap the 90s pop the spice girls side of 90s the brandy r&b side of 90s and i swear like there's a lot of 90s in there (laughs) well i think like rap uh followed the same thing though too it was very dark in the early 90s when gangster rap different definition of dark (laughs) and then and then uh when tupac and biggie died it kind of went back to being pop rap and that's when uh you know will smith released you know big willie style but uh, that only in some section because there's east coast and west coast so we could go on for like (laughs) (laughs) anywho's it's but yeah you know but yeah, that was a that was a good pick for a song though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed doing it. It was my first performance after being cut open, so now it's kind of like proof to myself that I am back. So now I have to do bigger, harder things, which I'm excited for. So I was gonna say something in the chat, but I wasn't sure if you you get annoyed or something. I'd be like, man, she moves way better when she's missing organs. i would have laughed at it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was the it was cool it was and i just enjoyed all the djs playing like quintessential 90s shit yeah that was good that was pretty good too anyway all right well yeah how are you what's going on in your world well um you know spent this last friday night recording a song with the band so we spent all night doing that um 
And then besides that, just uh, yeah, plugging away at working at stuff and doing the things. That's good. Yeah. That's good bad. work. So, yeah. So let's jump into it. What are we talking about this week? Uh, so just on uh, this past Friday, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, just granted the Johnson & Johnson vaccine emergency authorization. So all in all, this is a great this is great news. We have a third vaccine to a deadly virus that has changed our lives immeasurable uh, immeasurably at this point. Um, and while we all have all probably heard of the company Johnson and Johnson, mm-hmm. usually associated with baby products, um, there's a lot of pieces of information floating around about the vaccine. So today we're going to look into it a little bit more and share what we found. So, yep. Matt, take it away. So, um, yeah, it's gotten a bit of a bad rap uh, for one specific thing, and that is on the books it has a 66% effective rate, uh, whereas the Puffizer and the Moderna <laughs> are at 95%. Mm-hmm. So people are like, yeah, I don't think you should get that one. But uh, uh, from a, uh article from NPR.org, uh, Dr. Uh, Ashish uh, uh, Jaha, I probably butchered that, but from Brown University School of Public Health says, no, get it, still get that one. So, one thing that he mentioned is that that 66% isn't a real true number, um, because they it's tested differently than the other two were tested, so it's not a one-to-one comparison. Outside of, uh, they tested it in the U.S., Latin America, and South Africa. And if you just remove all the numbers outside the U.S. and just focus on the U.S. numbers, it's actually much closer to the effective rate of um, the other two because uh, South Africa specifically has been seeing a lot more new variants popping up, which Mm. uh, could affect some of those numbers. Outside of that, the most important thing that he mentioned as well is that this will uh, this has the same effectiveness in preventing hospitalization and death. You may still get it, but you won't have to go to the hospital. You'll just be a little achy and sick for a few days rather than dying, which I mean that seems pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the thing that we're trying to avoid in general. Exactly. That's two of our numbers that we bring up every week that you, yeah, you won't add I, to the And title I thought to. I saw something where it's like, like you said, like super high effectiveness in preventing death. Like, yeah. So, I mean, if you're trying not to die from this virus, I'd go ahead and get this <laughs> vaccine. Yeah, exactly. It says actually right here, uh, the Johnson Johnson vaccine have shown to be close to 100% perfect, uh, effective in preventing deaths. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that seems like a good idea. So the <laughs> only, you know the minor downside is there's a pot the stronger possibility that you still catch COVID, but you'll be mm-hmm. able to survive it, and that's I, okay. I have a question about, and you probably you may or may not have this answer, but when it comes to being able to pass the virus on to other people, like. How does that work? Like, if you can get COVID, does that mean that you can still pass it to other people? And even for the Pfizer and Moderna, like, 
even though you can't get infected, can you carry it or give it to somebody else? That's a good question. It's not in my direct uh, info here. I don't think there's like a super clear answer because I've seen a lot of people asking this question. But like, I'm just curious. I hope that at some point they can really define that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just don't know at this point. But um, I just want to know that I'm not a like ticking time bomb yeah. to the people around me. <laughs> I mean, I do know they tell everyone that gets vaccinated, you still got to social distance, you still got to wash your hands, and you still got to wear your mask. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if there's been a full study done because these were, you know, rushed so much. Right, uh, and this is emergency of authorization, mm-hmm. so we're going to learn more as time goes by. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, there are minor side effects to it, um, but nothing too bad. Uh, 38.9% reported headaches, 382 uh, said fatigue, and 33 reported muscle aches. So, sounds kind of like certain flu, most flu vaccines. Yeah, and the second vaccine, or the second shot of the other two COVID vaccines, like, some people feel like trash and some people don't. Yep. Like I've, I know people that felt the whole spectrum. Like one person got both of them and was like, I didn't even notice. And another person got both of them and was like, I was dead. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. But they're fine now. They feel great. Yep. So uh, it's, it's a really, I mean, it's a gamble with any drug that you take. If, and there's so many great memes out there of like, if you were willing to like drop your gum at a college beer party and then pick <laughs> it up and keep chewing it, you're going to be all right if you get the vaccine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the uh, snack foods I got in the early 90s probably <laughs> make it so yeah. I'm just fine. All that's just it's just chemicals with sugar. You know, it always makes you wonder what was in that popcorn that changed colors, if you ever had that. That was a thing no. that was real. I don't remember that. There was there was color-changing popcorn. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have questions about what was in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, so you did kind of mention a big point, which is the biggest uh, positive to this vaccine over the other two. It is uh, one dose. So last week we mentioned, you know, dealing with people experiencing homelessness, being able to give them both Mm -hmm. vaccines. This one would be a much simpler one shot. You're in, you're out, you're done. Um, Yeah. On top of this one doesn't have to be frozen. It just needs to be refrigerated, which makes it Mm. much easier. So it's milk. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a popsicle. It's milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that definitely helps, Like, which means that it's going to be less expensive for cities and states to get it, disseminate it, for pharmacies to hold it without any special containers mm-hmm. and such. Yeah, that's definitely good news. And you can get it into rural areas easier without needing like a giant freezer truck. You can just, mm-hmm. you know, pop it in, you know, a car cooler and be okay. Yeah, that's really cool. It sounds like 
you know, there's been a lot of, I've heard some discussion around, like, this vaccine is second class, so they're going to give it to the poor people, they're going to give it to rural people, and it's like, after hearing you talk about this, I don't think so. I mean, it's still 100% close to 100% effective to not let you die. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) they might still do that, but it's just fine or maybe even a better choice anyway exactly like it's not it's not necessarily a second class it's just another option that is cheaper more efficient like so it's not necessarily like saying that you're second class you're getting the single dose vaccine Mm -hmm. it's like no this vaccine's really freaking good and now we can actually get it to you yep uh, yeah. There's a great Twitter post about it though, where there's like, I, I, I really want the Johnson and Johnson vaccine because I just respect coming in late with a C plus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know, that's the general gist of the news of it. So uh, how how does this vaccine work, or does it work different? Yeah, so in a previous episode, we talked about how the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines work. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a bit different. You might remember that I talked about how the mRNA is wrapped in a little fatty bubble, and then it gets injected to our bodies, and then the bubble falls apart, and then the mRNA beats our cells, and then our cells are like, yo, what's up? Let's get these instructions from you. Thanks for passing this along. Let's gonna We're going to make a little spiky protein so that our body can learn how to spi- fight the evil spiky proteins. Well, the Johnson Johnson vaccine convinces our body to do the same thing, to make spikies, to con- to convince our body, you know, to fight the bad spikies. Uh, really boiling it down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the instructions, rather than being delivered through mRNA wrapped in a uh, fatty bubble, it's delivered through a weakened cold virus. So the cold virus will be uh, put into our bodies. It will infect cells, but it can't replicate there. So people can't get a cold. You would need the the weakened virus. You would need that virus to replicate and replicate and replicate to infect our whole body. Um, But it can't. So our cells will just have the information from this cold in, uh, in each individual cell and then it will trigger our cells to create the spikies, the good spikies. And then once our body is like, what are these spiky things? (laughs) Then it will trigger the rest of the process of pumping out antibodies and immune cells, and it'll have the same effect. So it's just a slightly different delivery, but it has the same effect of protecting our bodies against a fresh attack of COVID. Very cool. Yeah. Yay, science. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and do know um, the government has already purchased uh, like over 100 million doses, something like that. Um, but they may still be delayed on getting those out until uh, late April. So it's it's on its way, but a third option is always uh, beneficial as long as we can get it to everyone as soon as possible. Heck yeah. So Love it. Yeah. So good job, Johnson & Johnson. You, you, you're third place, but, uh, you know, that just means you, you got something. But you're first place in our hearts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the Jerry Seinfeld bit about winning medals. 
where, you know, bronze, at least you got something. <laughs> oh, Silver, you're first place loser. <laughs> Out of all the losers, you're the best. That's true. <laughs> Well, at least third, you got something out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, anything else to add about Johnson & Johnson? No, I think we covered it. All right, perfect. So let's move on to our distractions. What are we distracting ourselves with, with the uh, unending uh, blah of the world? <laughs> uh, so I just caught up on... Uh, the Great North and Bob's Burgers is back. Mm-hmm. So yay, adult animation. Just happy that my shows are back. Um, and like now there's a bunch of new adult, new quote unquote adult animation uh, on HBO, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. So uh, I'm going to dive into that probably since I haven't had great attention span for longer movies. <laughs> I did watch uh, The Dark and the Wicked again, which is so good um so i'm happy that's on shutter because i love that movie and i've just been distracting myself slash working uh to bust out a lot of aerial choreography yeah. so that's what my life is right now <laughs> so that spider-man show's coming along and nope <laughs> and what are you distracting yourself with <laughs> This week has been a whole set of retail therapy. That's been my Ooh, week. Snap. Um, I got my uh, tax return back already. So nice. I got new shoes, uh, glow-in-the-dark shoes, because I'm an adult. Mm. <laughs> and, yep. Um, I got a, a new microphone for band practice, because we we're using basically like... Uh, one of the sound guys called it, a, you know, we call those all Radio Shack ones. Doesn't matter the brand, it, they're Radio Shack mics. Yeah, yeah. And actually, our last set, they refused to let us use it. Oh, snap. It's like, oh, I should just get a new microphone. So I had a new yeah. fancy silver Shure microphone for live Ooh, performances. Nice. Um, I mentioned last week I wanted to avoid buying a whole bunch of HeroClix stuff because I'll never know what to do with How'd them. That go? Not great. I bought a uh, a gravity feed box, which is roughly about twenty six random pulls. Okay. <laughs> and so that's going. Well. I was opening them and inspecting <laughs> them while I was uh, watching the uh, the show yesterday, your show. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, while well, listening to 90s music, let's open up my Ninja Turtles hero clicks. Yep, all yeah, full, it was a full like experience for you, immersive experience in the 90s. It was. And then I finally got my, um, my project guitar, and that was really cool. So I uh, just went to one pawn shop. I was like, I'll just check it out. This one's near the comic shop I was at. And I was like, yeah, poke my head in. And, yeah, they had a uh, Epiphone Les Paul Jr., Oh, wow. So okay. um, the actual Gibson Les Paul Jr. is what uh, Billy Joe Armstrong uses uh, more recently. And so I was like, oh, perfect. That's exactly what I need. And yeah, yeah. it's a perfect price. It's like $120. So it's like if I mess this one up, eh. But I can uh, experiment on it, tear it apart, take a look at it. Very exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, great. That I mean, sounds like a very, like, distraction-filled <laughs> week, which is not a bad thing. Not at all. Retail therapy is excellent. And then also the band record, like I mentioned, band recorded a song, so that was a whole day of 
Not thinking about anything in the outside world. Yes. Yep. <laughs> now that's great. So yeah, let's move on to our favorite part of the podcast, only in a pandemic. Our major civil unrest. <laughs> Stories that can only happen in a pandemic or major civil unrest. What do you got for us? Well, this one's pretty obvious. Uh, only in a pandemic am I forced to debut a new act on in a virtual show and wonder about people's reactions since I can't hear applause. It's yeah. literally the worst part. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so now it's over and some people are commenting, but did anyone else see it? How many people saw it? Yeah. Is there any general approval for what happened here? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's, it's very unnerving. Uh, not a fan, but hey, you got to do what you got to do in a pandemic. And I was happy to support our local watering hole. So that was important to me. But Yeah, for uh. sure. But yeah, no, I've done that in streaming stuff. Like we finish rocking a song and it's just like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, and sometimes we get just someone clap, like saying clap and. <laughs> the chatter yeah. it's like what do you clap, do clap, 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 clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the best you get yeah you do not get that feed that initial feedback that makes live performance so great yes yeah it's very difficult i don't like it but whatever <laughs> <laughs> now i just have to question my life and my choices for the foreseeable future until I can actually do a live show and then hear applause and I'll be like, ah, okay. Okay. This was good. All right. I mean, <laughs> you're in a pretty good position where you can probably do live stuff earlier. Cause what you can do, right. Mm-hmm. Is you hold, you get a piece, a can of uh, Lysol that you keep at the mm-hmm. top of the ropes and you mm. climb up and you hang down upside down and you swing over the audience and you just spray Lysol. This sounds like so many violations, I can't even explain it. <laughs> Maybe let's not put you in charge of producing an aerial show anytime soon. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's just risk the life of everyone that's in the uh, audience. Mm. No. <laughs> What's he, what about you? What's your only in a pandemic story? So this isn't a personal one, but it's a hilarious story I found. And it's mostly in major civil unrest, but uh, only in a pandemic or major civil unrest. Does your ex-girlfriend hold extra weight over you? So what? Uh, one of the insurrectionists was oh, turned I in by story. his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, what a dumbass. <laughs> God. So, yeah, so I guess if you're taking over the Capitol, don't piss off uh, your current or former girlfriends. Yeah, and don't send <laughs> your ex proof that you committed a federal crime. Yeah. <laughs> what, your ex is just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to sleep on this. No, if my ex did that, I'd be, and, and he was an asshole, like if it was yeah. an ex that I'm still friends with, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing and then turn him in but if it's an ex <laughs> then it's like i you know i have no love for her and and in, in fact despise and they send me proof that they did a federal crime you could not get me to forward it to the fbi fast enough yeah <laughs> like what dumbass <laughs> 
I mean, I'm glad that he did it because now he'll be caught. Exactly. Yeah. Now they're still arresting quite a few people, uh, which is good. good. Now, how about we hold the uh, actual leaders accountable? Uh, we don't do that in America. Okay. Someone save me, please. <laughs> once, once you get into the federal level, you're you can just do whatever you want. Apparently, it's, that's which I'm the... very much not okay with. <laughs> It's somewhere in the back of the Constitution where it's like, yeah, you get to this level, you're free, man. Just do it, do whatever you want. It's so sad that that seems to be true. Like, there has been no federal level accountability for an insurrection against our government. Hello? Yeah. It didn't happen that long ago. It was just, like, what, almost two months ago? Yep. What the hell? (laughs) We can't just, like... Oh yeah, there was a armed insurrection against our government. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> like, what? it's so weird. But to ruin your political career, you have to do something smaller and way dumber that doesn't even matter. Apparently, so. like it's wild. And now this, you know, the CPAC is happening on a Nazi symbol. It's yeah. it's terrifying living here. Just in case anyone forgot, it's terrifying. Please save us. Speaking of which, this like just happened while I was waiting for you to call us scrolling through Twitter. Uh, former uh, terrible president and current terrible person, uh, Donald Trump, came out to uh, Proud to be an American. And I didn't think I could hate that song more than I already do because it's a fucking terrible song. Really and I'm like, is. wow, I hate it more somehow. Like, this yeah, is he ruins everything song. he touches. <laughs> Literally everything he touches. Because just like that song, I mean, it kind of mixes with him because Trump, like that song, makes me sad to be an American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's like triple power. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, uh, I don't know, doing the smaller stuff that burns people out, it's become like a meme in the band. Because for some yeah. reason, at one point, we're talking about Howard Dean. If you remember, Howard Dean ruined his political career by getting too exciting, going, woohoo! Yes, he did! And his That's whole career's nuts. dead. <laughs> but, God. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's baffling. Like, I, my mind constantly has to do gymnastics to be like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> it's not fine. We're not fine. Nothing's Help fine. Us. We're not okay. <laughs> someone invade us and help us please <laughs> i mean let's be careful about what we ask for. right <laughs> i'm just asking for a rescue <laughs> uh, so anyways let's wrap this guy up before we get too extra depressing right so let's go ahead and wrap this up with our hermit level of the week so on the leonardo dicaprio scale a 10 being howard hughes and you've been locked in a single room and you're collecting pee in jars or a one being uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, and you're palling around with all your your buddies doing the stocks, uh, the the GameStop stocks, and you're doing coke off of hookers' asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where are you at? Uh, I am an eight because I actually spent more time talking to people this week. I feel. Oh no. And I did the thingy, and that made me talk to people because I had to promote it, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, an eight. All right. It's fine, I guess. You got you to gotta talk to people. It's going to happen again eventually. 
right. And you gotta you gotta <laughs> do things. What about you? Um, probably an eight as well, maybe a little higher, but uh, mostly just saw the band on Friday, uh, and we just jammed earlier today too, and that's pretty much it. And the grocery store. Well, I guess the pawn shop, but I didn't talk to anyone. I literally was like, that's the guitar I want, and just grabbed it. <laughs> Give me this thing. Thank you. And paid for it. I didn't just grab it and leave. But <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> so, yeah, probably probably eight and a half, somewhere in there. So, right. yeah, hanging in there. Not bad. So, Glad you didn't have to talk to as many people as I did. I'm jealous. <laughs> that was me last week when we had the show, and I had to, like, People wanting to shake hands, and you're like, I don't yeah. want to shake hands. No. Don't put your That's hand illegal. out, bro. That's literally illegal right now. Stop it. <laughs> Let, let's move over to the Japanese bow. Let's just accept it. It's clean. I'll it's safe. It. It's respectful. Do it. So anyway, so if people want to reach us and say what's up and ask questions that will be asked on the podcast, where can people do that at? Uh, you can find us at Goth and Sloth on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and you can email us at gothandsloth at gmail.com. That's goth, A-N-D, sloth. Um, and then if you want to contact me or really just like follow me and contact with my posts, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you can find me at L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T on Instagram, Twitter, and tiktok i almost yeah. said twitch and i was like not twitch not twitch yet <laughs> i don't see that happening but anyway <laughs> where can the people find you so uh i'm wizard underscore matt on twitter or wizard cosplay on the instagrams my band is leonardo leonardo band on soundcloud and facebook like i just mentioned we have a new song out so go check it out and listen to it it's awesome new song um my uh youtube channel is matt the feral wizard i'm working on a character study of cable from the x-men so that should be out sometime soon mm. and uh, my personal band stuff is matt with or matthew james music 2020 so check all those things out let me know comment hit thumbs ups do all the things do all those things. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening to another episode and hanging with us. We'll be back next week. Uh, please wash your hands. And wear your mask. <laughs>